You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everybody. Tim McMaster here along with Jordan Bastian, our MLB.com Indians reporter. On the podcast this week, we're going to get you ready for spring training. If you're heading to Goodyear, Arizona, Jordan's got all your tips, what to do in the ballpark, where to go, the ins and outs of being down there because he's been through it all down there in Goodyear, Arizona. Uh, But before we get to that, hey, the Super Bowl's over with. So I thought we could do a quick kind of recap of the offseason up until now. And the good news for if if you're one of those fans who uh, loves baseball but loves the NFL and kind of waits until after the Super Bowl to dive back into baseball, well, you haven't missed anything because the hot stove season is yet to begin in a lot of ways. Uh, From an Indian's perspective, though, Jordan, how would you kind of sum up the offseason until now for Cleveland? Yeah, I mean, as we've talked about a lot on here, yeah, the Indians haven't really done much, but it's been a an off season where a lot of teams haven't done much. But there's been a lot of players who have have left the tribe: Carlos Santana, Jay Bruce, Joe Smith. Um, you know, and Michael Brantley had his option picked up. They uh, retained Josh Tomlin, had his option picked up, and they signed Yonder Alonso to come in and play first base. And really, that's kind of it. Uh, Brian Shaw, another guy, uh, important reliever for the last five years, that left via free agency. So their payroll is right around where it was last year, um, and they still obviously have high expectations of winning the division and contending for the World Series. And I just think in where the Indians sit, they view maybe in-season needs as maybe more important or more readily identifiable than the off-season right now. And in previous years, we've seen two years ago they were – closing in on the postseason and they knew hey we could really use an impact reliever they went out and got andrew miller last year they had injuries in season uh the bullpen was going through some issues they went out and acquired jay bruce and joe smith uh to kind of shore things up for the last two months and the stretch run and it really worked out well at the regular season end of it um so i think they're a team that really likes to attack and be aggressive when they're closer to the postseason they can really see what they're going to do and i think that kind of explains some of the approach to this winter, um, you know, where Indians fans are seeing a lot of guys leaving and not as many coming in, but they're still pretty confident when they look at the landscape of the Central. Uh, I mean, it, I think it was a 17-game lead they had over the Twins last year, and I think they're still pretty confident given the strength of the pitching staff and everything else that's already in place that they're still the heavy favorites to win that division. Absolutely. Uh, it's a division that, let's be honest, there's a lot of rebuilding going on in that division outside of the Indians right. and, and the Twins. So um, it seems to be there for the taking for sure. The bigger goal, obviously, is is at the end of October for this Indians team. All right, let's look ahead to spring training. Pitchers and catchers reporting in about a week. Um, hard to believe yeah. it's coming that quick. Down to Goodyear, Arizona for the Indians, of course. Um, most Indians fans probably realize it's a shared facility with the Reds. That means they, they share the stadium. They don't share the practice fields or all of that right. where both teams are separate. Um, it's a little different in Goodyear. And a lot of these facilities, um, the stadium is kind of surrounded by the practice fields. Um, it's not that close in Goodyear. How does that affect um, the spring as far as, I guess it means you have to do a little extra walking from time to time. <laughs> uh, you know, I might I drive sometimes <laughs> down the half mile to the stadium. Uh, the front office guys sometimes like to hide out on the roof and throw water balloons down at Tito as he's taking his golf cart to the stadium. Um, so, no, it's it's a good setup. The facility, I mean, for any Indians fans who remember the Winter Haven days in Florida, 
uh, where famously there was a snake up in the press box once. You know, it, it's, a, it's a lot different. It's a lot better. They actually renovated a lot of the complex where they do their morning workouts and everything this year. I'm looking forward to getting down there to see how they revamped the, the clubhouse and the weight room and, and things like that. But it's a, a top-notch complex where they train in the mornings. One of the fields has the same dimensions as Progressive Field. Uh, that's kind of their main workout field that they go on. Uh, so that's kind of fun to get there to batting practice and try and see you know, what Edwin and some of those guys are doing during BP in the mornings. And then, yeah, it's a, it's a half mile to the ballpark. The way they built it when they first sort of had the uh, concept of this was sort of like a ballpark village. And the idea was they would have the Reds and the Indians practice facilities, which are a short walk away from each other, sort of separated from the ballpark and then there would be more businesses and and maybe uh, homes and things that would pop up around and between and obviously the economy did what it did uh, several years ago and some of it's been slow to develop but there's plenty of stuff around Goodyear and there have been things in more recent years popping up around town Um, and I tell you if you go out to Arizona there's a lot of teams to go see there's facilities that can kind of overwhelm you like the Cubs facility or going up to the Giants, and, and it has, like, tons of energy, and it's fun, and there's tons of fans, and it's hard to get tickets sometimes. If you go out to Goodyear, I think what's nice from a fan's perspective is it's just kind of a slower pace. It's, you know, easy to get in, great access to the players. You go to the workout facility, and you can get there in the morning and really walk up close. Uh, there's a, you know, great staff there that kind of coordinates where the crowd goes, and makes it really conducive for players to stop and go along the line and sign autographs. And, you know, sometimes fans will be there chatting with players for a bit. And it's just a really sort of relaxed environment um, over at the morning complex. And then similar at the ballpark, there's kind of really good access for fans to get close to the field and talk to the players before games. Now, um, there's there's an airport there, and obviously (laughs) it's not your typical airport where you're going to see a lot of air traffic, but – um, I think a bit of a graveyard, too, like planes go there to die at some point. Yeah, it's funny. If, when you see the spring photos start popping up, yeah. the photographers love it and they hate it because it's, it's, you got these huge jets looming in the background of guys playing catch, so it looks really odd. I actually think it looks kind of cool because it looks odd. Um, but, yeah, it's a small airport in Goodyear. It's not like you're going to book a flight into Goodyear Airport. Um, but they also have just this long row of just deceased jets. Um, and I'm, I would assume they use them for, for getting parts and things like that. So, you know, maybe if you're up at Sky Harbor Airport in Phoenix and they're telling you they're getting a part, maybe they're getting it from Goodyear. Don't uh, tell people that. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes they, uh, you'll see some military uh, aircraft come in. And when a big aircraft does land there and we're there in the morning, I mean, it like shakes the complex. I mean, it's that close. Uh, so it's kind of a unique element there. You know, there's it's pretty picturesque. A couple mountain ranges around there. Um, yeah, I like to on an off day. Sometimes in the mornings, you know, go out and do some hiking and stuff. And it's all a short drive away. So it's a it's definitely a unique spot on the western edge of the Phoenix suburbs for sure. One of the great things about the Arizona in general uh, cactus league versus the grapefruit league is everything is so close. You have. You know, you have yeah. obviously Peoria and Goodyear and Glendale, and but it's all basically Phoenix from a broad range. Like if you look at it on a map, everything is so close as opposed to Florida where you have 
multiple hour drives from from ballpark to ballpark. So even if you're in quiet Goodyear, if you want to get to something bigger, I mean, it's a short trip into Phoenix where you have a big city and you have that as well. So I, I think that's one of the real neat things about um, um, Phoenix and, and the ability to maybe on a certain day check out two games in the same day because things are, are so close. How about within the ballpark, Goodyear ballpark? Is there a cool area to check out the game for fans who haven't been down there before? It's all pretty uh, – it's, it's great access. Um, I, I think one of the cool things that they've put in is when you go on the gate down the right field line – there's a little mini field um, for kids to play on, and it's it almost reminds you of going to Field of Dreams where they're just playing baseball all day. You know, the kids will go down there, and there's tons of room. It's not, it's often foul ground, but far enough away where you're not worrying about foul balls flying over there. Um, and it's it's kind of cool to see the the dads and their kids and families all go out there and play, and um, just cool views walking all the way around. Like I said, great access to the players if you want to walk down and get close and. Um, you know, there's uh, for guys who hit home runs there. There's these metal sort of rooftops over the right field bleachers. It's always fun when when there's a big fly off one of those because it lets out a big loud metal clank throughout the whole ballpark. Um, so yeah, it's a uh, it's a cool park. I think if you like you said, if you want to you know check out two games in a day, you can do it there. If you want to do your morning in Goodyear to watch a workout and then go somewhere else to a game, it's also feasible. So. I think it's a it's a pretty you know when I went to spring training as a kid uh, when I was in college and stuff and we would do road trips I always liked sort of some of those quieter ones uh, to get out because you would get more access and more of that uh, I don't know intimate environment something like that so uh, yeah it's definitely a, it's a cool ballpark very cool how about a hidden gem outside the ballpark if you're down in Goodyear and and you're going to a game but then want to get out somewhere and, and get a bite to eat, maybe not a chain restaurant, but something else, a hidden gem of sorts? Uh, great Thai food at a place called Thai Orchid Garden. I know you wouldn't think, Phoenix, that's where I'm going to go get Thai <laughs> food, but it's like my favorite Thai restaurant, in you know, and I usually try and find one in each city I'm in. Uh, but, you know, that's, like I said, you're not going to Goodyear for the restaurants. You're going to Goodyear for a kind of a cool baseball experience. Um, like I said, something I love to do is kind of get out uh, a little bit out of Goodyear and hit up some of those hiking trails. And sometimes uh, I'll head up uh, just north of there a little ways. There's an Air Force base. You can park alongside the road, and they'll do fighter jet training. You can get these jets flying really low right over you, and uh, it's kind of a cool experience to see that. But, um, yeah, the restaurant experience. There's a Be- Bella Luna is a good Italian restaurant. Um, that's there, so that's good too. But um, and the Starbucks that I go to every morning is quality. I got to tell you that. Good local coffee. <laughs> yes, good local coffee. One thing you'll find at every spring training facility or nearby is a Starbucks. That's for sure. The key for me is that they open early enough that I can get there before I head to photo days at 7 a.m. But uh, right, awesome stuff. Thank you, Jordan. Everybody now set. If you're heading to Goodyear, a few tips from Jordan Bastian. This has been. MLB.com Extras, our Indians edition. For Jordan Bastion, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next time.